Every day, the Rundown podcast keeps you in the loop about the people and places that shape Chicago. The show is possible thanks to the ongoing support of listeners like you who understand the value of our work to keep you engaged. Support the Rundown podcast at wbez.org slash rundown donate. And thank you. What's up, Chicago? I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. We were at the corner of Western and Irving Park, and we look up at this old abandoned building and we see in huge block letters, Mr. Mr. Fungi. We were like, what does that even mean? This is Kelly Engelbrecht. She's a freelance writer, and she's talking about that iconic graffiti tag you've probably seen around town. Kelly and her husband moved to Chicago in 2020, and she's always looking around for curious things in the city. So, of course, Mr. Mr. Fungi really captured her interest. I just thought the moniker was so interesting. You know, why the Mr. Mr.? Why Fungi? So Kelly decided to use her investigative skills to figure out who Mr. Mr. Fungi was, and it took her months to report this story. I pitched this story to my editor the week or the week after I found out I was pregnant, and then it came out the week that my son was born. This is somebody who's committed to uncovering the real story, and Kelly's reporting took her on a journey this time. She ended up learning that tagging and graffiti art in Chicago is a rich subculture with politics, allegiances, and codes, which is important when the stakes are so high. Besides possibly getting arrested, folks literally scale tall buildings to do their art. But starting off, she did what most of us would have done. She went to Google, and that led her to a Reddit thread. And there was one person um, who had responded with uh, the name at Fat Pregnant Lady. He's like, I know that Fungi talks about this, or you can find him at Fat Pregnant Lady on Instagram as well. You heard that right. This guy, Fungi, had an Instagram account called Fat Pregnant Lady. Now you might notice I didn't say the Mr. Mr. Well, it turns out Fungi and Mr. Mister are two separate people. We'll get there. But first, I wanted to hear more about Kelly's social media sleuthing. It was definitely an anonymous account. I never saw his face, but I could see in the feed that there was maybe some inclination that he went out and was a graffiti artist. There were some really interesting shots of him or people that he knew. I didn't know if it was him or not um, actually out there doing graffiti yeah um one thing that really i thought was super cool and kind of was like wait this is i think not just there's more to this person than you realize or the, the disruptor yeah yeah <laughs> um, and i also talked about this in the story at one point over the summer he chronicled himself going and picking up an organ that he found for free listed for free on craigslist and donating it to um, a retirement community or the dementia ward at a retirement community so people could play. And so it was like somebody. This who is just an didn't organ, want... the instrument. Oh, yes. Organ, the instrument, <laughs> <laughs> not not a vital organ, uh, a mu- musical instrument. Yeah. Um, but again, and it, like just doing things differently. Right. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I also and then also reposting kind of really interesting kind of weird stuff that he had found on the Internet And so I didn't really know what I was getting into, honestly, Mm -hmm. when I um, made the ask to be like, hey, would you talk to me? Yeah. Um, Also thinking about like, what would it look like coming from me? Right. 
if he were to look at my Instagram profile, it's very different. You know, it's a lot of family photos, you know, an actual um, pregnant lady, an actual pregnant lady. Exactly. <laughs> um, you know, and so very different on the surface from who this person would be. And would they even take me seriously? Would he even think that I was worth talking to? So you start messaging this person mm -hmm. and you kind of have this back and forth. Um, what tell me about kind of coming to the like thinking it wasn't him and then coming to the realization that maybe it was him. So I sent a message and he was like, that sounds great, um, but I'm not Mr. Mr. And I assumed that he was just speaking in shorthand and telling me I'm not this person that you're looking for. And I was like, man, OK. But I was looking at the account and I was like, clearly, though, this person has a connection to Mr. Mr. Fungi. And so I respond and I was like, hey, that's cool. I'd still love to talk to you. You know, it seems like, you know, who Mr. Mr. Fungi is or you're close to him. Would you be willing to even just like talk about this person? Um, and a few days pass, and then he responds, and he said, no, I said I wasn't Mr. Mr. I'm fun guy. Mr. Mr. is another guy. And that was my first, um, the, the first time I realized, like, oh, it's two different people who are collaborating together yeah. on this, this moniker. And so that's when it started to feel really exciting. Mm -hmm. um, but then it took still a couple more weeks and months before he was willing to, to talk with me. Um, there were times when I thought we'd get really close, like, okay, we're going to set up some time to, to speak this week. And then he would say, you know what, I don't feel comfortable talking with you. Um, and then I just wouldn't hear from him for a while. Um, I know that at one point, at least I read in your story, this person said, I'm a criminal. <laughs> and you know, I, I'm leery. Mm -hmm. um, I wonder if you can, to me, that's so telling um, as far as the rest of the story, when we start to find out more about this community of people who tag things, right? Community of mm -hmm. people who do graffiti art. Um, I wonder if you can, yeah, talk about that. Like when you are doing your research, when you're trying to find Mr. Mr. and Fungi, um, what are you learning about about the people um, in this space? Oh, man, that's a great question. The first thing I realized early on, speaking with folks in the community, one person in particular, Ali Six, who is now a street artist, but um, was a graffiti artist uh, when he was younger under a different name. Um, he really spoke to how um, as exciting and wonderful this community is people who are in it for a long time start to get really paranoid. It breeds paranoia. Um, and so I really felt that in those early conversations with fungi. Um, something else that was really interesting that I didn't include in the story, but I was really struck by is actually um, the value that a lot of these individuals place on actually creating beautiful art. Um, whether or not they consider it art is a whole other conversation and something else that we kind of touched on. Um, but one of the questions I always asked um, the people that I interviewed for the story, the artists that I interviewed, was why don't people like graffiti? Or what would you say to people who don't like graffiti, mm -hmm. who are critics of graffiti? And every single one of them said, we totally get it. There's really bad graffiti out there. 
and they were critical of people who were just going out and, you know, just tagging without thinking about artistic value, right? Um, a lot of the folks that I talk to are very good at what they do. Actually, all of them are very good at what they do. Mm-hmm. One of the graffiti artists, um, Zwan, he is incredible. If you see his work around town, it's very intricate. It's very detailed. Um, and it's beautiful. Um, and so it was really interesting that there was kind of a respectfulness around that answer. Like, you know, even though, yes, they're illegally tagging buildings um, and it's times private property, there's also this consideration for what they're actually putting on the building. Somehow, one day, you end up sitting across the table from fat pregnant lady, a.k.a. Yeah. the the creator of, of Fungi, of Miss and Mr. Fungi. Um, yeah, what, how, how, yeah, how, how did that go? How was, was he different from what you expected? Like, what was it like yeah. sitting in front of the man himself? Yeah, so we meet at a coffee shop that he had um, suggested. And again, I go, I'm heavily pregnant and I'm thinking about like, what will this look like for this? I'm eight months pregnant, you know, for someone to show up looking like the way I look um, to interview this person. Right. And um, I was also really nervous. Like would I know who he was when he walked into the coffee shop, you know, I was like, Oh, I'm wearing a red striped shirt, you know, hoping that that kind of helps clear things up. Um, and I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I see someone walk in with a ski mask on and I was like, oh man, that is my guy. <laughs> and it was so perfect and wonderful. Um, you can't ask for anything better, especially when you're writing a story like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what was really wonderful and kind of cool about that too, is he walks in and I see him talking to the barista and being like, hey, actually I'm here for an interview. I'm not here to you know, rob you guys. And so <laughs> immediately I realized that this is actually, again, a really respectful and kind individual um, who is kind of sensitive to his surroundings and yeah. what this might look like. Self-aware. Um, yeah. And I was also really struck by, again, how how kind and thoughtful um, Fungi was. What I thought was really interesting too is um, when we sat down, and again, I talk about this in the story, I was like, you know, we can attribute this however you'd like. I really wanted to make sure my sources felt like they could speak freely to me and know that I wouldn't compromise their identity um, because, you know, they're talking about stuff that is illegal. And um, so I said, you know, I can attribute our conversation to that pregnant lady. And immediately he was like, oh, no, 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 that would that would not be appropriate. (laughs) And so, you know, I just thought, I was struck maybe by how different this person was in person than what I had seen on the internet and Mm -hmm. on Instagram. I guess, um, I know y'all talked about identity and I wonder how much of what you talked about mirrored what you learned about the community before you finally got to sit down with him. Mm. Let me think about that for a minute. Yeah, I mean, I think that one thing that I really picked up on before our conversation, speaking with other graffiti artists, uh, street artists, was a sense of community, right? Mm. Um, There are graffiti crews that work in the city. Um, There is this incredible sense of camaraderie, of unity, 
Um, you're learning from each other. Ali Six really talked about this as well, where you know there's something really interesting about how you're tagging with another person and you're learning technique from them. You know, they're showing you how to do things a certain way. Um, and I was really struck by kind of this idea that these graffiti crews are kind of like almost like an art collective, right? Working mm -hmm. together, working on technique again. Um, and I really felt that in my conversation with Fungi as well, when we talk about, you know, I asked him about like, how did you start making these big Mr. Mr. Fungi's around the city? You know, it was a community communal project, right? It was a collaboration with another graffiti artist. Um, and he really spoke with uh, a lot of joy about what that was like to kind of go out together with Mr. Mr. and some other people within the community um, and how fun that was to find, to create these big Mr. Mr. Fungi pieces. Yeah. Um, and then also how much it kind of sucked to have that dissolve in the way that it did. And so they're no longer going out and making Mr. Mr. Fungi around town. Um, but it sounded like when they were doing it, it was a really beautiful time. Yeah. You know, they had a lot of fun. And I think community is really a key tenant of this culture um, in a way. Mm. And the sense of belonging, right? Yes. Is really important too. Something else that came up that really struck me um, in your writing about this is this, this concept of evolution and impermanence. Mm. Um, Fungi says that, you know, he's no longer working with Mr. Mister because of some, you know, drama with the crews. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but it doesn't mean Mr. Mister is going away. doesn't mean Fungi is going away. Mm -hmm. um, but what they made together is going to change. Um, and yeah, I wonder if you can talk about the juxtaposition of that onto the impermanence of the face of an art piece on a, on a building. Right. I mean, I think a lot of it just comes down to the way fungi talked about, like, you just have to seize the moment. Right. Mm. Um, and I think Zwan kind of talked about this too, where he um, is just really diligent about going out there and putting, throwing stuff up right on buildings. Yeah. Um, and you kind of have to keep going and take advantage of the moment when you see it, because you don't know when you're going to get it back mm -hmm. and you don't know when things are going to change. Just like, you know, fungi isn't working with Mr. Mr. anymore. The Mr. Mr. Fungi as we see around the city, like that's it, right? The one on Irving Park in Western is chipping away. The building is really, really old. And so um, even since I moved here four years ago, it's already been, it's it's altered considerably, right? Mm. Um, and so once, once it's off the building, you know, it's never going to come back. And so I think there's a lot of like living in the moment and appreciating what you have while you have it. Um, and yeah, I mean, for example, there's um, what I love about loved about speaking with all of these artists was um, especially Zwan and Fungi, who are still actively graffiti artists. Um, 
you they're not on your radar until they're on your radar right mm-hmm. and so um, after my conversation with Swan, for example, I started seeing his work everywhere yeah. in town and places that I had walked past hundreds of times, right? Um, and it felt like this really cool, like, oh, hey, like, how are you? What's up, <laughs> right? Um, and there was this one Swan in my neighborhood um, that I always kind of look at when I would drive down Western. Um, and then it was painted over um, around the holidays for... A, a billboard that went up on the building mm. um, and was kind of like, oh man, like you, I felt like this loss, right? Yeah. Um, and so you have to be prepared to say goodbye to, which sounds silly when you're talking about graffiti art, but there is something that's kind of, um, I don't know, it becomes personal in a way, you know? And so when it leaves, you're like, oh, the marker, this marker that I had in the city is gone and mm-hmm. it feels personal. Kelly Engelbrecht is a freelance writer in Chicago. Kelly, thank you. Thank you so much. You can read Kelly's story, Looking for Mr. Mr. Fungi, at chicagomag.com. And that's it for today. Thank you to Justin Bull and Sarah Stark for producing The Rundown and to Ariel Van Cleef for editing the show. Brendan Banizak is our executive producer, and our theme music is by Louis Weeks. The Rundown is produced by WBEZ Chicago and is a part of the NPR Network. I'm Erin Allen. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow.